Murphy, you bought a new book. It is sitting um, on your night table. You didn't even tell me. Well, and I bought three new books last week. Of course. Um, Sam, wonder, this oh, is hysterical. What are the titles? One of, these, one of these was a recommendation, and then I, 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 somebody called it in. It was like, Murphy would love this. And yeah. um, I didn't realize it was a blend of fiction and anecdote, which is different for you, Murphy. It's not some sort of goal-setting marketing thing. Well, to be honest with you, I didn't realize it either when I bought it. Oh, yeah. It. So <laughs> I bought both books that she suggested. One of them is, you know, Fill Your Bucket. Fill Your yeah, Bucket, which right? is very it's, goal-setting, right? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a bestseller from about maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. And the other one is called... called the Noticer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wait, it's a picture of a briefcase. Yeah. But it's not... I know, but it's not... What does the Noticer notice? He's this old man who comes to town and he notices things that other people miss. It is part fiction, part anecdote. Yeah, so it is oh. a, it's sort of a, what do they call that, a parable? Is that what that would be I called? Get, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it, I didn't know that when I bought it either. Is that why you have didn't it You didn't notice it? it? Well, I was looking, when I, when I started reading the, the chapter breakdowns, it's like, this is not what I'm used to. This is not systematic enough. <laughs> I know. And I'm actually oh, sort of interested in it because I love this old man. I so think I might you, love him. How so do you, you know that? You I read picked the- it up and I flipped the back of it and then I flipped the inside and, and I went through and I, you know, I do that. I scanned a yeah. couple of little pages and I was like, oh, that's descriptive. That's storytelling. So right. does the real, the, the old man really exist? I No, part fiction. Oh. No, yeah. he doesn't but, exist, but he notices things that other people miss about how precious life is and how to, you know, hold on to things. So it's really not your jam, Sam. Well, no. I did enjoy Tuesdays with Maury, which was yeah. based on a real life experience. You know what yes, I'm saying? And yes. it's the same kind of thing. His observations and life experiences that the author then. <laughs> so I like that kind of book, that concept. But I, I mean, I you know. It's more fluffy than you normally is it? would deal. So I'm wondering if you're actually going to read it or I'm just going to inherit it. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible for me to hop around or do I have to read the... I would read front to back. It's not that big. Yeah, there's a reason it's in order. Exactly. Anyway, you can check out a link to it if you are also a noticer. <laughs> At murphysamandjody.com, we have something called the Not So Serious Book Club for you. Come check us out later today after the show. We hang out a little bit longer, exclusively on the Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. Um, last night we were having a conversation in between watching Dead to Me, Murph. Um, Sam, have you caught up to episode two yet of season uh, two of Dead to Me? Episode one is what I've watched. Uh, so far. Okay, <clears throat> we're ahead of you then. A I completely bit. forgot that they were only twenty eight minute episodes. Because so we're like, it's like the credits come. I was like, whoa, wait, wait. Well, what's funny is one hour we shows. couldn't find the, the remote quick enough to stop the second one, and the second one started. It's so like, fine, let's just watch uh-huh. it. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, life's tough. At some point last night, we were talking in between episodes about Taylor, and you mentioned something to me. Our our oldest daughter Taylor yeah. and Murphy. You said, you know, re- you realize because I said something about her being eighteen, and you were like, how did she? How's she eighteen? And then you said, but realize at the end of the summer she will be nineteen, and that just yeah. washed over me like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. And then this morning early, when I tipped out of the house early, I passed by her room, which is right across from our room. And then I realized oh, also at the end of this summer, that's a different ball game. Yeah. I had not had that thought yet that she will be moving out because that's the plan yeah. that she's going to be living on campus and not yeah, in our need, home we, anymore. We need to start thinking about how we're going to use that room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking uh, Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that no. room is going to remain her room. Oh, it is. Yeah, because she'll be, be coming a, home. Yeah, I know. An untouched version of her room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, you, we've got to keep in mind what our what our friend Chris told us all those years ago is that every year is going to be the best. Yeah, and it's so true. you just have to. You, it's you, true. It's it's life. It's it happened for us. Eventually, each of us, you know, you know, yeah. grew up and moved out of the house. Look, except and- for Sam's brother. But outside of that. <laughs> Hey, it's not my turn. Oh my gosh. I'm so- Well, he grew up. He just didn't move out of the house. Wow. How's that feel, Sorry. Sam? Me, I, I moved out of the house, but I didn't grow up. Exactly. Your mom has perfect balance with you guys. Anyway, all things change. And I will say this. It is going to be time. I will miss it. It changes our family dynamic a little bit, but it is right. It is time for that to happen. I'm not saying I won't I know. struggle right. a little bit, yeah. but it is time. Uh, I had a beautiful socially distanced front porch visit with Papa, who is 90 the other day. And it was so cute. I told you that when I showed up. I got there and he had his mail in his lap. He had just checked his mail and said, mm-hmm. "I think I got a thank you note here, Jody. Could you tell me who it's from and read it? Read it to. He can't read anymore. He can't. He can read. He just can't see. Right. He's almost one hundred percent blind now. And and it was, of course, Taylor's the, thank you note that she I had made her send to him, <laughs> which is also known as the twice read note. Yeah, I was right. thinking you could have saved the stamp on that one. It's the one that Jody snuck a read at before it went out, and then you got to open it up and read it. <laughs> I read it was, to him. Was there anything different about the letter this time when you reading wrote it? Reading it aloud, she I slowed it down. She didn't look at it. She just yeah. no, no, I did from memory. I read it to him. He liked it. We had a really sweet visit. And don't forget the big jewel of wisdom. He just started talking. He just unloaded, and mm. it was beautiful. The things he talks about, and he the the quote that I'll never forget him saying because yeah, I know I, I'm going to die one day, but I'm not going to spend the rest of my life worrying about it. Meaning he doesn't sit around thinking about how it's going to happen or anything like that. He's not mm-hmm. he's not interested in worrying about that because he's ready. But I thought that was kind of beautiful. Like I'm I'm not going to spend the rest of my life worrying about it. Yeah. Like God, always something. That peace must be nice to have. Sure. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I'm I not rushing get to get there. But no, you know, I, I know. He's saying the same thing too. He loves his life. He's 90 years old. But what was really cute? Yes, I could tell that just by being there and letting him talk. He needed that. You know, he needs that social. He's he was a very social person uh, yeah. when he you know he was a pastor and he was always going to people's houses and busy, and so he just talked and talked. And then I brought him some cinnamon bun cake. I bought him. Mm. I brought him three pieces of it. <laughs> this thing's made the rounds. Yeah, three pieces of it, and I gave it to him when I first got there. Visited with him, and then after a while, he gets tired. You know, 20, 30 minutes. So he went in, inside his house, and I went next door for another front porch visit to my uncle and aunt's house, and had a really good time. I was there for another thirty or so. On my way back to get to my car, I said goodbye to him. And he was grinning from ear to ear. He had already eaten a piece. Mm, yeah. and he was like, man, that's some good stuff. So it was just so, so cute. Yeah. Like he was like, and he said, I wasn't really supposed to have any more sweets today, but thank you, baby. <laughs> that's right. He's 90. He's got a good excuse. 877-310-4MSJ. We love to visit with you and hear from you anytime. Uh, I believe Carrie has something to tell you about that odd little book you're reading well, Murphy the so we had a recommendation on two books that supposedly I would like because I like those kind of self-help positivity books yeah. you know Fill Your Bucket is one of them the which noticer. I've had before and the other one's called The Noticer which I've not read but I went ahead and bought it anyway but you noticed it <laughs> I did morning Carrie good morning how are you was gonna talk to you about The Noticer oh yeah ah. 
sometimes it helps if you know more about the author to get a connection to that book. Okay. Andy Andrews is a country comedian who wrote that book. Oh. So Google Andy Andrews. Got it. Um, he does a he does a bit that you may have seen where he talks about growing up as like a PK preacher's kid, huh. and his dad brought him up to I don't remember to either say a prayer or sing a song, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's very comical. He sings Amazing Grace, but it's oh very gosh. funny. So mm-hmm. yeah, connection to Andy Andrews, and then you'll oh. have that connection to the noticer. I okay. see. See, you had me and a country it's, comedian. It's a <laughs> you had me a country comedian. Yes. <laughs> yes sounds good and you loved it did you like the book i i did love it it's one of those that you you can read mm-hmm. and pick it up a few years later reread and get something different ah favorite kind and that's mm. true for any book i believe even junk yeah uh, I, thank you carrie i mean i feel kind of silly that i did not know that you know well why not why would you I, why I, would you know I, found, I did googling i found andy andrews okay doing Same. amazing grace uh, to the gilligan's island theme Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Was blind, but now I see. Yeah, that's the noticer, Murphy. Yeah, that's the noticer. So now, is is you want to read it more, or you're not in that spot? Yeah, I mean, I guess that sounds like a book I'd want to read. It reminds me of Saturday, you know, mornings where my parents were watching, you know. The Jerry Clower stuff. Oh, my gosh. Lord. Country comedian. <laughs> well, guess what, Sam? <laughs> Murphy has a book that you finally want to borrow. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Sam, you know we have dogs and bearded dragons at our house. Yeah. Um, no more I, goldfish, right? The goldfish no, we are dog. out of the fish business. Okay. Yeah. We I can't keep fish alive, so I don't anymore what's interesting is that aquarium ran for like three months without any fish in it it just looked pretty it was bubbling the sound was probably relaxing it was um okay so we have bearded dragons taylor and phoebe both have their own bearded dragon so nugget we had moved nugget the smaller of the two because ogie is a fat dragon but we had moved his terrarium and his whole nuggets um whole terrarium into our bedroom over the holidays in December when we had family over, you know, just so nobody. My cousins him, right? were my cousins who were staying in that room, Taylor's room. You know, I didn't think they would appreciate having a dragon in the room with them. Mm-hmm. So we moved him into our bedroom. Well, Murphy's been tired of that, and so I moved yeah, him. It's, it's he's okay, but you know, yeah. his heating lamp just clicks on at five every morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we're up anyway. Um, I moved him to a really cool prime spot. I did want to put him back in Taylor's room. She is eighteen now. She is never home. He needs some socialization and yeah. some action. He really does. And he did really well in our room. He loved being in there. He certainly perked up. Yeah, he did. He's like, oh, what's going on here? There's people. Oh, yeah. And so I moved him to the living room, to a really cool spot on brick near the fireplace in the living room. And I thought, if I'm going to put him in here, though, it needs to look good. So behind, instead of putting a um, backdrop backdrop in the terrarium, I just put actual leave it open it's glass i put some actual like greenery back there it's gorgeous uh-huh. but since we moved him he has not moved he's sitting on the same rock not moving for days well maybe he's freaked he's out in, right now i think he's yeah. in shock i think he is 
It's so sad to me. Yeah, and you know this new location, which I like to call an interim solution, because <laughs> I, I don't know that I really want him in the front room. But, Although you, know, you said he looks cool there, it looks cool, but I just I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess a fish aquarium could go in a living room, so why not why, a bearded exactly, dragon? Exactly, why not a terrarium? Anyway, I put, put a little video on our Facebook page. You can check him out in his new digs. Interim location. <laughs> I love the summer tipping guide on the uh, website, Jody, but I do have one question. Sure. If you're tipping the concierge, do you tip them in euros? <laughs> you know, if you're in Europe. French concierge? Got it, got it. But if you're here in the United States, you tip them five bucks per piece of advice. If they really give you a good piece of advice. Gotcha. Yeah, go get the summer tipping guide, things that you will encounter on vacation where you are expected to tip but don't know how much. Go grab it, murphysamandjody.com. Connect with us on social media. We love to visit with you there. So many ways to do it. Hit us up on Facebook. What do you have today from social media, Chad? Well, we posted a video of Nugget in his uh, new location. He's our bearded uh, dragon. Jody and I them. have a bearded dragon. Well, home. we have two. Well, we've got two, yeah. <laughs> and Jody, you commented, we moved Nugget into our living room so he could get more action into his life. But yeah. Murphy's not a fan of him in this area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the living room, I just that's just what me. Did, what did you call it yesterday? Temporary arrangement? Yes. <laughs> We're just seeing how he likes the living room. And so far, he seems to be really happy in there. There's a mm. lot of socialization for him. Mm-hmm. Okay? A lot of social. Yeah, Jennifer wanted to know, why does he need more action? <laughs> because, honestly, Jennifer, it's a good question. He was in Taylor's room. Taylor is 18 years old and almost never home. And nobody ever, you know, he just never saw anybody. And, and they Can do you need, imagine? Beardies need interaction. Actually, yeah. they thrive on it. Thank you. Yeah. They do, They're Mark. They're very docile. They don't bite or anything like that. But they do need interaction. And they, they do better. Right. I'm trying to do what's best They live for longer him. that way. That's, yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And uh, Cindy agrees. She says, I like bearded dragons here or there. I like them. I like them anywhere. <laughs> So cute. That's cute. Yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, They're she, cute. She wanted to know, does he have a hammock? You know, I bought him a hammock. I bought Ogie one, too. Ogie's way too fat for the hammock. Mm-hmm. He's the fattest bearded dragon you'd ever want to see, and he lives in Phoebe's room. These in his real room. hammocks? Yeah, it's a, a reptile hammock that yeah. you buy at a pet store. You've never store. seen a reptile hammock? Stick no! It with su- <laughs> you stick it with suction cups into the terrarium. Yeah. Of course. But yeah. I bought one for Nugget, and he never would get Wait on it. Every time he'd get on it, it would flip over. <laughs> Just like in the TV shows. Yes, you know? it's a cartoon. Yeah, so he wouldn't get on it. He did get on it once, and it didn't work out, so he wouldn't get... He was scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. When he spun, did it make that <laughs> noise? In Murphy's head, it did. Uh, but Faith says, I'm sorry to admit it, but I'm with Murphy on this one. Oh, you don't like him in the in the living room? No. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Next, next to a fireplace... As not the as, as Sam said, it's an interim cool location. Yeah. But you see, I put pretty greenery all around him. He mm-hmm. looks like he's in a jungle almost. Yeah. Well, Ella said uh, I had a beardy, and he loved being in the living room, and he used to watch football with me. Yeah. So maybe we just need to get him to watch some football. Yeah, baby. Okay, thank <laughs> right. you, Ella. That room yeah. he's in has no TV in it, so we'll see. He has to get real interaction. But I do like him having interaction. Yeah. We love hearing from you on Facebook or Instagram anytime. Hit us up there. Jump in anytime with us and join the conversation, 877-310-4MSJ. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, You're talking about the handshakes and, and, uh, you know, touching and things with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a uh, licensed veterinarian. I'm board certified in veterinary preventive medicine, mm-hmm. and and I've got a uh, food microbiology degree uh, working in the in food science. One wow. of the things we're actually finding, if you want to go with the science, is that we're actually getting too clean. Really, most of your basic background organisms and things that aren't terrible to our health. Uh, if we clean all those out of the way, then the the really bad bugs. They've got no competition, and as a rule, they're not very good competitors. Well, so we cleaned ourselves too much to get rid of the okay bugs, leaving it open for the bad stuff. See, science to the rescue. So are we supposed to leave things dirty? We're supposed to be mediocre (laughs) at it, right? dirty, but (laughs) exactly. Think about growing up, and and we did just fine. I think I survived quite well. (laughs) Yeah, I drank out of the hose when I was a little girl. (laughs) Exactly. We would go out and play at the park and, and, you know, wipe your hands off, brush them off on your pant leg, and then eat your sandwich. Totally. uh, You know, look look at some of the farm and ranch kids. Uh, They've got a lot better immune systems because Mm. they're just out in life, you know, exposed Mm -hmm. to life. Totally. Yep. Oh, man, you're sending me back to my childhood, which we had a barn, and we played in it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess I won't wash my hands today, then. Great, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Same as usual. Yeah. All, all things in moderation, Sam. Exactly. Uh, okay. I'll wash one hand. All things. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate your show. I enjoy it every morning when I'm working. Well, thank you, Don. Yeah, it, that's always been... Remember when they talked... It's just probably been 20 years ago, the super bacteria. Right. When antibacterial soap was became the big thing, you're like, oh, then you're going to create this whole everything. super bacteria. Mm. But it really is... I mean, I'm sure the whole thing is all about balance, like always. That's the reason that they say when you take antibiotics, you also need to offset with other things like yogurt or things that have probiotics in it. Because if you kill all the good organisms, when you kill the bad, you're killing the good, too. It's true. But you Mm. still should wash your hands. I'm sure killing the bad outweighs killing the good. Got it, Sam? I don't know what he just said. Wash your hands. Thank you, Don. 877-310-4MSJ. Okay, Murphy. Yeah. You know, you've been throwing around this term for a while in life to me. And you're like, yeah, you know, the 80-20 rule. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And I think you explained it once and I I got it for five minutes, but it does not stick. It's called the Pareto Principle. (laughs) It's a hundred years old. I know, I looked it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the Pareto Principle. This is what I looked up. I want you to explain why it's real and how it supposedly well, can change your life i think it's like it's one of these law of averages things because basically what he's saying if what you looked up did it explain that me, it's 80 percent of the effect comes from 20 percent of the cause yeah, let me read it. Okay. what does mr burrito say 20 rule the law of the vital few right See, that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, states that for many events, roughly 80% of the effects come from 20% of the causes. Yeah, that's what I just said. So, yeah. like, break that down. How does that change your, how does that work in business or how does that seem to work? Wait, can I try this one? Yes, yes Bailey, Bailey you can. please. Let's, <laughs> let's say you own a restaurant. Okay. 80% of the restaurant's income will most likely come from 20%, 20%. of your total patrons, a.k.a. the regulars. Yes. Nice. That's a great point. That's, that's what a I needed. Way to I need it. a real life yeah. explanation. It's kind of like, you know, when when Jody's mom comes to visit, uh, 80% of the joy comes from 20% of the, percent of the time we spend together. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, if we're going to play this game, I've got a few for you.
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Seriously. Bailey's, uh, Bailey's explanation is Some perfect. people say that it can change your life, so that's what I want to know. I got the explanation. 80% of your... Hey, if you act, it can be attached to exercise, right? 80% well, of your results come from 20% of what yes, you do? Is and that? if those 20% are doing all doing 80% of the stuff, those are the f- folks you want to concentrate on. Okay. You know, advertise to those people. Uh, you know, do stuff for those people because okay. they're bringing you most of the business. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you think of it, it's really about leverage, okay? So if you have a list of things to do, mm-hmm. you have 10 things on the list, only two of those 10 are going to yield the biggest results for you. Probably. Oh, if that's... you spend your time and energies on that 20%, and so the reason that they use it for organization is they say when you're trying to focus on priorities, realize that 80% of of your results are only going to come from 20% of what you of do. Of your list. That's right. why you're always talking about 80-20 rule when you're making your to-do list. Yes. And so you blow off the other 80%? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, baby. Come join us later today for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. And, uh, you know, because we do a brand new one of those every single day. And, of course, you can catch anything you might have missed on this show right here with the full-blown Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Good news. Jody's good thing. I need some good are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things happening. When when times are tough, people buck up and they decide, okay, what can I do? Um, and, you know, I, I don't know if you heard that when Dixie and their parent company followed Tyler Perry's lead and just paid for a bunch of groceries the yeah, other day last for week, first responders. Last yeah. week he hit up well, when Dixie's and Kroger's, he paid for like 70-something people. Yeah, and then when Dixie, their parent company did the same for, you know, nice. um, like first responders, like showing up when they had time, when they weren't at work, to get groceries for their families and just surprise them. Okay, well, this is all you need? Great, we're taking care of it. Gotcha. You know, those kind of things are happening pretty much on the daily so and that's the question if you have you thought what can you do what can you do because that's what we have to do um there's this my favorite one of my favorite little stories and i don't know if this gives you an idea but it's so cool and different and stands out uh in san francisco uh the man's name is ben ramirez he was an aspiring barista he was learning how to do a barista become a barista and he had bought all kinds of equipment because he also had plans and was saving to start his own coffee shop oh, but cool. he lives in okay. San Francisco in one of those sweet little neighborhoods sweet streets where you know people can people know everybody and you walk up and down the street a lot so everybody's inside and so he has decided to start doing it free coffee for first responders anybody in the neighborhood he's practicing making oh. drinks and he's giving free coffee away and it's getting to where it's like you want that thing with three pumps and this much vanilla okay Oh, he's doing the whole setup? He's doing the whole thing, wow. which is brilliant and beautiful. He's learning. Yeah. He's you know building his customer base now, but he's giving it away. And But the favorite part that you'll love about what, what Ben is doing, Sam, you especially, um, he's got all these brewing supplies and he's doing it, but he's maintaining social distance, so he doesn't let people come too close up to the window. His son had this gorilla arm <laughs> with a, the, the handle thing on it so he hands the coffee out of the window in a gri- with a gorilla arm <laughs> that <laughs> is Sam's style it's just an idea right I could use this little things Sam's, that, gr- Sam's got that green hand with the red fingernails <laughs> yeah you gotta figure out what you're gonna that's be that's not my out. regular hand <laughs> gotta let you guys in on a little secret what's uh, that Murphy and Jody Sam? Uh, I decided uh, when this COVID thing looked like it was gonna be a long time yeah uh that i would uh, do something in the quarantine to better myself okay wait great great is it the bike i thing? love that no i think the bike thing uh, <laughs> i do have a bike okay what are you what are you doing i um i bought Sam. a i bought a ukulele yay now well, that's cool before we start cheering and telling sam how awesome he is 
Uh, you should know that the ukulele got tuned okay. and then sat on the table for the entire time. Why? Phoebe would have even helped you. I know. I just, I just, I don't know. I just couldn't pick it up and start. I, it, I don't strings, strings overwhelm me, even though it's only four little strings and it's a ukulele. If this yeah. is something you really want to do, stop getting in your own and way. I think at some point it's going to happen. Just keep trying. But anyway, the kids came up this weekend, you know, sure. and Maddie saw it and like, ooh, and then grabbed it and boom, instantly I got a ukulele. And person. so inside you were like, yeah, mine. It's like, no, well, no, no, I wasn't it's like mine. Different. It was like, oh, good, somebody's going to make some you, use out of this. Well, okay. do you have the app to tune it with? You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, okay. I tuned it. Yeah, good. She got that far. <laughs> <laughs> the thing to me that I don't understand <laughs> is this: you live by yourself. Yeah. So most of the time, here we go. <laughs> You're a loser. <laughs> you have a dog and two cats. You would like more cats. Please you have no say. female in your life. So say. why don't you have time to play a ukulele? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. What I'm trying to ask you is, you're by yourself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we got past that. Okay. So, when you want to try something new, there's nobody around to disturb you, dissuade you. Like, when I want to try something new, six people are knocking on the door. Mom, mom, mom. Yeah, I got to be in the right mood, though. When I ordered it, I was in the right mood. Right. It just hasn't been there yet. Well, you and know, it's going to come back around. I know how I work. Okay, good. Grab a YouTube video or two, and that's how you can start to learn, you know what I mean? It's, I know. The app's got videos on it. The, the yeah. YouTube's got them all over, and it's just, I gotta stop and do it. And of not, all people. And not be overwhelmed by the four little strings. Of all people, I think you will have you will find so much joy if you will just do it. You mm-hmm. will love to do it. Yeah. Or at least live vicariously <laughs> through your daughter. <laughs> Life during the summer can be different at vacation time. Take us along with you, though, and listen on your schedule when you want to for Free some laughs. You can do it. Once the kids go to bed. Download the podcast. It's all there for you. It is free. You even get after the show. Sam, for anyone who missed it, bring everybody up to speed on what you bought for a new ha- hobby that would fill your heart with joy, but you can't touch. You're trying to rub this in, Jody, aren't you? <laughs> no, I want yeah, this for I you. I bought That's a ukulele all. during early stages of quarantine because I figured I was going to teach myself how to do it, and then I would have something good to come out of this. Yes. And I tuned it Yeah. within the first few minutes of opening the box Yay. and then put it on the table, and it didn't move until Maddie came. Mm-hmm. And picked it up and said, ooh, ukulele. And she started learning how to play it. And so what was <clears throat> what, what kept you from picking it up yourself? Uh, the mood. Just wasn't in the mood for it at that time. Sure. I was in the mood work. when I ordered it. And then it yeah. got there and it's like, not not right now. I well, was picking and, on you about it because, but I do understand being in the mood to do something. Or yeah. when, sometimes you don't want to learn something And the new. problem is it sat there for, I mean, basically two months with me not being in the mood, which it's like. Mm. Then you're never going to be in the mood. Right. I shouldn't have bought it. This reminds oh, me though, you, 10 years ago, you made the same mistake when you borrowed Jody's dad's guitar, right? Exactly. And to, you know. I took that home and I tried to look at it and do something with it and then put it it's in the okay. box and brought it right back. I say try and try again. And Valerie yes, on our, I, I just want it for you. I don't know. I think you'd enjoy it. I oh, I know I would. Um, Valerie on our Facebook page says, I'm with you, Sam. The right mood is everything. I brought a guitar years ago, got the amp and the hard case and everything needed, but simply couldn't make myself learn to play it. And I played violin for years, just couldn't do it. Ending up giving it to my daughter for Christmas one year. Be glad that all you bought was a uke. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, one of the coolest things I've ever seen done on a uke was when Jody and I took the girls to see Paul McCartney a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and he did the introduction to Something by George Harrison on, on the ukulele. Wow. Like, whoa! It, not that, not that I love ukes. The girls have both played them. They nice. say it's very simple, just so you know. Oh, yeah, they, I, I, it's only four strings. But, but you know, I mean, it, for me, it would be difficult, too. So I hear you. Yeah, Jerry and, Jerry says, yes, the right mood is key. Sam, I'm in the same situation. I was married, no kids, which is the only difference. No kids. Hmm. So, And, you know, with music, mood is everything, right? Art, period. Wouldn't sure, you say you that mood make, is everything? You can't make yourself sit down and paint something that's awesome. You've yeah. got to be in the right space for it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, Eeyore. <laughs> it's all mood. Thanks for your comments. We love hearing from you on Facebook and Instagram. We love it when you jump in, 877-310-4MSJ. And Mary says we're a part of her morning routine. And routine. And what else, Mary? Well, I always do one cup of black coffee. Nice. And then I drink, or I really prefer oolong tea, but I mm-hmm. ordered the wrong kind. So now I'm just drinking the green tea. But when I get right. to work, right. if I have a cup of coffee, I have to put creamer in it. I know. Yeah. Well, then why do you do yeah, black coffee like in the morning first thing? Because Reason. I, I don't, I don't like the sweetness in the morning. The very first thing, I just want that black, and I drink very weak coffee, right? Black okay. weak coffee, and it just kind of gradually wakes me up. Mm-hmm. And then I drink my tea, <laughs> then I brush my teeth, and then I get going. So funny. Everybody has a specific little morning routine, and it's it's like that. It can be weird. Um, I love coffee, and I love the way it makes me feel. Although I've heard, I've been told that. You can drink it all day, Jody. You can drink it all morning till noon. I usually try to stop by noon. But you're always going to be chasing that first cup, the, <laughs> the way that that felt. Exactly. And I'm not a huge coffee drinker until I moved to a place that was <laughs> very cold. Yeah. So I kind of <laughs> do it out of just survival sure. <laughs> and saving electric bill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a friend that I had lunch with not long ago, Mary, and it was freezing in the restaurant, and she doesn't drink coffee. (laughs) It's funny that we're friends. (laughs) Anyway, she um, doesn't drink coffee, but at the end of the meal, while we were still visiting and I ordered a coffee, she ordered a hot water in a cup, and they were like, would you like a tea bag? And she goes, no. She just wanted to hold it. Oh. Nope. (laughs) Right? All right. Well, sweet. We love hearing about your routine. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, girls. Or, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Girls. Quite all right, Mary. Quite all right. Sorry. They're kind of girly you know, you're sometimes. You're hanging with the girls, you become one. I know. Yes. Especially true. Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks. Have a great one. Thanks, Mary. Bye. Appreciate Bye. the call. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to join us. I'm going to start off here by uh, violating a couple of HIPAA laws. Okay, Sam. All right, what do you want to do? I uh, just need to tell you a little something that's going on in Sam's personal life right now. Uh-oh. You know, right before Christmas, I went to the doctor and he said I had to go take the toe taken care of, you know. Yeah. Oh, right, you had toe surgery. Right. Crap. Hammer toe. Hammer toe. Yeah. You can't touch da, da, da. this. Okay. Uh, the other thing I had was a little thing on my neck. Yeah, but you had yes. that and he taken off. suggested, you know, go to the dermatologist. It doesn't look good, blah blah blah. Went to the dermatologist, had it the biopsy done and it turns out it is it is cancer. 
Okay. But really? it is basal cell carcinoma. Sure. Which is you catch it early, it's taken care of. You've had some of that in your in your family, Murphy, right? Yeah. Like- my 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 grandmother had a lot of skin cancer over the years. My dad's had patches removed. You know, I mean it's okay. Sun exposure, it does it. The longer you live, yeah. the more it's gonna surface. And you know, when you first hear that word, mm. there are different varying degrees of fear. Fear. Yeah, and we all know you. Yeah. You're and it's petrified, like, aren't you? But then yeah. I went in and, you know, I had it done and it turns out after I get the results back, I got to go back and have it all completely taken out because it just yeah. needs to be done. Yeah. So, okay. and in the process of her looking over my entire body for other things, sure. oh, one or two others were found. Okay, that's all out the way. But she did point to my arm over here and I was like, oh, you mean all my freckles? And she said, no, that's sun damage. That's something you know you've done to yourself and we need to watch that arm over here because things could pop up and so going into memorial day weekend and people heading to the beach right i thought you know here i am a guy who's basically ignored this stuff my entire life now it's it like i said it's minor it's taken care of it's treatable but i think if you're heading out to the beach do, do the it. Sunscreen. It's true. Well, and it's not like you're exactly. It's not. You're like you're a senior citizen. You know. No. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's that's what we tend to associate that with, right? You know. Yeah. You retire. You start dealing with medical stuff. You know. And growing up, I remember my dad. It was always Hawaiian Tropic, and it was tanning lotion. That was different. There was no sunscreen. Right. It was that was lotion. different. Absolutely. Yep. So just on personal experience, now that little things going on in my life, it's taken care of. All's going to be good. But put your sunscreen on this weekend. Yeah, it's it's ready, readily available, and you are worth it. Yeah, that is sound advice. And go Sam. for fifty too, by the way. So Sam uh, laid one on us earlier this morning about being told you went to the dermatologist to mm-hmm. have a little skin thing removed, and she said you have cancer. basal cell carcinoma. Well, actually, they cut you know they biopsy they got it rid and of it. say yeah, you need to come back in because we got to get it all. Yeah, but eye-opening for you because there's yeah. also other skin damage. i got to keep an eye on for the rest of my life. You were honest about not being a diligent sunscreen person before. Oh, yeah, before. I never was. Right. Um, you know, Because it, when you're younger, you're invincible. I know, I know. And also, when we were younger, I mean, I can remember a time when sunscreen was hard to find <laughs> because it was all about suntan lotion. Yeah. Lotion and oil. And me, a little redheaded girl, like they couldn't leave me. And you know, it's still true. You can't leave me out in the sun. Murphy, <laughs> yeah, Murphy let me fall asleep under a beach chair, right. under an umbrella one year, and I still burned. Mm. That's not your fault, though, by the way. I Thank just fell you. asleep there. Um, I can remember when my parents finally found actual sunscreen on the shelves yeah. and bought, bought it and brought it home and were like, look, we can finally go to the pool with Jody. <laughs> Some very fair redhead. She's been holding us back all these years. Uh, I kind of felt like I was because it was a problem, you know, for them to not be go out, be able to go out in the sun. But anyway, um, first putting it on, and I hated it as a kid. I knew I needed it because yeah. I burn in ten minutes flat, even with good sunscreen. Sometimes, yeah. And back then it was just the lotion too, so that stuff that caked up on you. Yeah. Now you got the spray. I think it was called Sundown. Mm. But it is so true. And that's another thing that I'll never forget learning is that your skin is actually an organ. Yeah. It just happens to be on the outside of your body. Yeah. yeah. So you need to care for it. You actually have direct access to care for it your whole life. Doing a little reading, too, on it now that I've been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. It's like the skin cell, the DNA was damaged by ultraviolet slash sunlight. Yes. And that's what caused the problem. Yeah. Yeah. What's weird to me about it, and it still freaks me out a little bit, is that all that sun exposure that you had as an eight or 10-year-old yeah. is what is enough damage mm-hmm. to 
for it to show up later in your life. It's crazy. Oh, it is so crazy. And Murphy, you have done a ton of sun worshiping uh, in I your know, life. And I will have to watch it. And so, yeah, it's a great warning to everybody. You know, your mom is not being overprotective when she tells you to put it on. She loves you. Happy Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm amazed as incredibly advanced as technology is today that it's still difficult for many people to just understand what a thermostat is and how it works. You know, when you're uh, saying that yeah. climate control for your home. Right. Jody and I have joked about this back and forth over time, but now that the girls are adjusting the thermostat to be Whatever they want it to be. I'm having to go back and re-explain. Look, the, the thermostat is what you what you set the temperature to is what it's going to get to. Whether it's heat or cold, doesn't matter. So if you're going to put it on it's 71... You know, it's that's, like a goal. Right. So if it's set to 77 and you're hot... Don't drop it to 68. There's no. That's a 10 degree swing. There's no reason, and it'll take two days to cool it off and anyway. Jody, what is the what are the girls' reactions to that? Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Here goes Dad again. Well, the deal is, I think that may. I think that human beings, not just women, but men too. When you are uncomfortable, you make an emotional decision to change that. Yeah. So you walk to the thermostat and you go, oh my God, I'm freezing. It, <sighs> it's true. Thermostats true. Are, are an emotional decision. <laughs> <laughs> but you said the girls touch it. Do you let, has this been like an ongoing thing forever? Because I, uh, it's only growing up, I never touched the thermostat. You weren't allowed to, right? I didn't take a chance on it. Yeah, I wasn't told do not touch it, but it's oh. like, it was just one of those things that only mom or dad touched Aww. in fact i didn't touch it either as a grown-up when i was you know visiting my mom's house you know for the weekend or a couple days or whatever it's like i felt like i was being sneaky because i was touching her thermostat right and this is when i'm 30 something years old and that's like, respectful yeah. though because that's her to, house i'm gonna make it cooler in here because you it's wouldn't too change hot. the thermostat in a, if you were visiting a friend yeah. it no. is their house meaning look we have friends whose house is so cold and I yeah. want to just go. Hey, 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 yeah, you're not going to go there. change somebody else's no. thermostat. But see, my kids don't touch my thermostat. Good. Well, but if they, I mean, Ours to me, do. yeah, if they want to, that's fine. They just know what the what the rules are. <laughs> it's funny because you know Jerry Seinfeld has a whole thing about that, but you know, the mystery of the thermostat. And yeah. my, and I, when I was growing up, it's funny. Sam saying that makes me think. I was never afraid of the thermostat, though. Yeah. It wasn't like the. I mean, I would ask permission if I was going to go. You know, hey, are y'all cold? Uh, are you hot or whatever? And then I would change it's it. It's obviously a per household thing, but it definitely is a delicate thing because it's about your comfort. Yeah. yeah. Jody, do you think we need to come up with a song for our phone number? You know, because it's always no. easy to remember with a song. Well, I'm not that person, though. I can't write. But here's the number to jump in, to leave us a voicemail, even to text. 877-310-4MSJ. Come check us out later today after the show. We hang out a little bit longer, exclusively on the Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. Um, last night we were having a conversation in between watching Dead to Me, Murph. Um, Sam, have you caught up to episode two yet of season uh, two of Dead to Me? Episode one is what I've watched so uh, far. Okay, <clears throat> we're ahead of you then. I completely bit. forgot that they were only 28-minute episodes. Man, so Because we're like, it's like the credits come up, it's like, whoa, wait, wait. Well, what's funny is one hour we shows. couldn't find the, the remote quick enough to stop the second one, and the second one started, so like, fine, let's just watch it. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, life's tough. At some point last night, we were talking in between episodes about Taylor, and you mentioned something to me. Our our oldest daughter Taylor yeah. and Murphy. You said, you know, re- you realize because I said something about her being eighteen, and you were like, how did she? How's she eighteen? And then you said, but realize at the end of the summer she will be nineteen. 
And that just yeah. washed over me like, oh, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. And then this morning early, when I tipped out of the house early, I passed by her room, which is right across from our room. And then I realized also at the end of this summer, that's a different ball game. Yeah. I had not had that thought yet that she will be moving out because that's the plan yeah. that she's going to be living on campus and not yeah, in need, our home we, anymore. We need to start thinking about how we're going to use that room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no. room is going to remain her room. Oh, it is, yeah, because It'll she'll be, be coming a, home. Yeah, I know. An untouched version of her room. Yeah, um, yeah so, you know, you, we've got to keep in mind what our, what our friend Chris told us all those years ago is that every year is going to be the best. Yeah, and so true. you just have to you, it's you it's it's life it's it happened for us eventually each of us you know m- you know yeah. grew up and moved out of the house Look, except and- for Sam's brother but outside of that <sighs> Hey it's not my turn oh my gosh I'm so- Well he grew up he just didn't move out of the house <laughs> Wow. How does that feel, Sorry. Sam? Me, I, I moved out of the house, but I didn't grow up. <laughs> exactly. Your mom has perfect balance with you guys. Uh-huh. Anyway, all things change. And I will say this. It is going to be time. I will miss it. It changes our family dynamic a little bit, but it is right. It is time for that to happen. I'm not saying I won't I know. struggle really? a little bit, yeah. but it is time. Share your summer vacation with us. And we love to hear from you and connect with you on Facebook and Instagram. We'll also go live. Sam will share pictures of his projects. (laughs) Follow along. Facebook Ah. and Instagram.